this is the Become a Client Magnet podcast, and I'm your host, life and business coach, Whitney Barbary. Each episode, I'm going to show you how to become a client magnet so you can create clients and cash on repeat. We're going to dive into all things marketing and mindset so you can become the number one choice for your ideal client. And we're going to do it without using yucky marketing tactics and without basically having to become something that we're not. So let's dive into the episode. Y'all are in for a treat. I have collected snippets of some of my absolute best fire gold nugget coaching just from this week alone inside of Soulful Marketing Academy. Two things you're going to get here. You're going to get huge takeaways for one, for yourself from the coaching that I gave my students inside of Soulful Marketing Academy. Secondly, you're going to see how powerful it is to be on a coaching call because there may be anywhere from 10 to 12 women on each call. And even when I'm coaching just one woman, all the other clients on the call can take away coaching from exactly what I'm coaching that student on. And you're going to see that because you're going to get breakthroughs just listening to the coaching that I was giving other students. So imagine if this is just snippets of what I put together, imagine the kind of transformation, breakthrough, and up-leveling we're doing inside of Soulful Marketing Academy. So I will see you at the end of this 15-minute episode, and then you are going to hit the link Set up a time to talk to me, and we're going to see if Soulful Marketing Academy is right for you. You need to be in there. Expectations, where it was like, we thought we believed it, but as soon as we came smack in the face with reality, if you're waffling, you did not really believe it. You just had this like fanciful belief of like, this is gold. But then as soon as no one responded, if our brain was like, Okay, was it gold? Because I was very sure that it was, but no one's engaging with this. What is happening? I know I put out fire content, but I'm not getting any clients. So there must be something wrong with it. That means that like the belief wasn't as strong as we wanted, but we do this with goals too, right? We're like, I'm going to sign three clients in December. And then my clients will come to me and they'll be like, I really believed like I don't know about this belief work because I really believed I was going to sign three clients and then I did it, but I really believed. And I'm like, no, then you did not. And you're lying to yourself. You did not really believe it. And you had to have this like moment where you didn't get the result to see you did not really believe it. Now you may have believed it like 50, 60%, which is how you got the one client. If you hit a bump in the road and all of a sudden you're like, I believed no, if we, cause here's what we know, thoughts create results. So if we really, really believe something hundred percent, we create the result. That's just a fact. It, it, it is, you can't persuade me otherwise. If we really believe in something, we create the result. The cool thing is we're always expanding our belief, right? Like you may have a moment where you're like, I believe, but then maybe something happens. And when you have to reevaluate, you're like, okay, I think it's maybe cause I like 20% believed, right? But we have to get the data and the feedback to see that our belief was really not at like 20%. But then the next time, like the next month, when you set the goal again, you may be at like 50% belief and you're going to create results with that 50%. The thing is, you don't have to be at hundred percent belief to create results, right? You might set a goal of I'm going to sign three clients in January. And maybe your belief waffles a little bit, but you sign one. That's still really good. Like you signed a client. 
And now you can look back and say, where was I not believing a little bit? Instead of being like, no, I believed. Because the thing is, if we shut ourselves off and we're like, nope, I believed, but I didn't get the result, but I believed and you can't tell me I didn't. And I'm not saying that's what Sasha's doing. She's not. This is what other clients have done though. They'll be like, no, I really did believe. Yes, I did. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Because if you really believed, you wouldn't be saying things like, well, maybe it wasn't that good. Or maybe I don't have the right structure. Maybe I'm not posting at the right time. Maybe it's the algorithms. Like when we start presenting all these like excuses, it's because we didn't believe and we want to make it something outside of us instead of just owning like, okay, where did I not believe? Or maybe I got to the middle of the month and my belief shifted. That could have happened too, right? So what I want you guys to see, and like I said, this should apply to all of you. Where are you telling yourself that you really, really believe in something? And then when you don't get the result, all of a sudden you're questioning everything about it. And you're going, but I believed. You're like, I journaled for like five days in a row and I totally believed, but I didn't create the result. So I guess like this just doesn't work. That doesn't serve us. obviously people don't want to pay and they pay if it was free. And then she was having thoughts of like, well, I'm going to pitch my coaching at the end of this. And if I don't get 80 people, then I'm probably not going to get the five clients. And I'm like, why couldn't you sign five clients from 15? This is not about external factors. If you don't believe that you can sign five clients out of the 15 that are coming, you're not going to believe it with 80 either. I know you think you will, but you won't. And my question is, why do you need 80 people to show up to get five clients? Like there's a belief deficit somewhere. You see what I'm saying? So this is for all of you. I want you to ask yourself, where are you telling yourself? Like, no, I really believe. I believe in this. I believe this is possible for me. I believe I can sign the clients. I'm like at hundred percent, hundred percent belief. If you don't have the results somewhere, you don't believe. And we just need to own that instead of being like, nope, I believe. Cause I do that one to 10 scale thing. But some of my clients that have worked with me for a long time will tell you if I ask them, like, what's your belief on this? If they tell me 10, I'm like, well, I don't believe you because if you were at a level 10, you'd already have that result right now. So let's not do that. Right. I'm like, no, you might be at an eight. You might even be at a nine. Nobody's at a 10. If someone's at a 10, they would already create the result. There would be no doubt in their mind. They would know exactly what to do. They'd already have it, or they'd be in the middle of having it. Does that make sense? So I really don't even let my, even my clients, I don't let them tell me they're at a 10. I'm like, there's no possible way. If, it, if it's a goal you have, and you're at a 10, it's the wrong goal. It means you've probably already created that goal before. And that's why you believe in it so much. And you need a new goal. You see what I'm saying? It's like, if I were to tell myself, I believe at a 10 that I can make $20,000 this year. Well, I sure freaking hope so because you made like 110. That would be a level 10 belief for me. Cause I have no doubt I'm going to make that right. It's like, that's not a good goal. That's a safe goal. So when you have those fanciful beliefs, like for instance, this totally happened to me last month because I wanted to sign five clients. So I offered my program at a really awesome discount. And I was like hundred percent. Well, I thought it was hundred <laughs> percent going. I was great. And then nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. People told me no. And then I started doubting myself and ah. then, you know, nothing, nothing came of it, obviously. Ah. So how do we get from there when we, when yeah. it happens to that belief? 
Yeah. It's so two things. My first thought was going back and evaluating what your level of belief actually was. Cause here's the thing too. Sometimes we don't question that. And we're just like, no, I believe. And you may really believe it's not that you're lying that you don't believe at all. We are, we've never been taught as a society. Like this is something that I think is a beauty of coaching. We're never taught this concept of like, well, what is your belief, right? Like if you had to, that's why I love the morning calibrations. Cause I literally ask you guys like on a scale of one to 10, what is your belief? Because one day you, you may believe, but it may only be 30%. And then the next day it may be like 90. Cause maybe you did some thought work. You showing up at a 90% belief is very different than 30%. You, you believed in both instances, but the level of belief you want to think of it like an input creates your output. So what we put in is what we get out. So if you're like at a 30% belief, if you put 30% belief into the machine and pull the lever, you're going to get 30% results back. So your 30% results may have been, if you're telling me people told you no, it means you did have people reaching out. You did have conversations. So somewhere you did believe you believed enough to get people interested and they reached out and you had sales calls or whatever you did. So there was some belief there. If you had been at 0% belief, you probably wouldn't have got anything from it. Mm -hmm. But just notice when people told you, no, you even said people told me no. And then I started doubting myself. So there is a lack of belief somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I'll prove it to you. Like with this example, if I were to say to you, okay, so like I have a black shirt, right? And if somebody on this call was like, no, it's not You're her shirt is red. And they were like, can no one see that? Like Whitney's sweatshirt is red. That would not change anyone's belief on here that my shirt is black. You guys would be like, no, it's not. It's black. Like you see it. Like you wouldn't be like, oh my God, they said it was red. Maybe it is. Cause you fully believe you're like the shirt's black. I don't know. Like someone else trying to tell you something does not make you be like, oh my God, is she righty? Is it red? Am I stupid? Am I just not seeing this? Do I not know my colors? What is happening? You, because you know, it's black. So you have belief. You're like, no, I, the, the shirt is black. Cause you know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. So if something happens and we're like, no, I totally believe in this. And then you're like, but then somebody told me no. And then you're like, oh my God, I don't know. Maybe this is like, not what people want somewhere. There's a lack of belief because one person saying something to you threw you off. So the first step, she's like, I know I just said all that, but the first step, she's like, I know I just told you all that, but I want you to see the difference of like, sometimes we want to escape doing the belief work by being like, no, I, I believed it's obviously something else because I believed it's like my copy isn't good. My audience is like, they suck. The algorithms hate me. It's because of this. It's because of that. It's like, I don't know. I can't, it's because I hear this a lot. It's because I can't market myself in Facebook groups. We're not allowed to promote ourselves. So I can't write my copy in a way that people buy from me. I'm like, well, it hasn't stopped me from making money. So like, what's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. Just believe how you get yourself there is the awareness. And some of my clients that have worked with me before, are like here she goes with that because it is the first key. Mm -hmm. You guys have to be aware of how much thoughts are coming up that are not serving you. And you have to be aware of when your belief falters. Like you have to be aware of that because you can't do anything about it if you're not aware. And sometimes we have to have the awareness over and over so we can see all the ways that it shows up, right? We have to hear that little voice that the enemy tries to feed us. You want to hear all the little voices he's feeding you.
You want to hear all the lies because there's going to be patterns for each of us. It's going to sound a little different, but everybody's going to have little patterns of like, oh, this is always the sentence that comes up in my mind. This is what he feeds me every time. Hey, I'm so, I'm so glad that you dug into this and pulled this because I looked at the last time I did the morning calibrations and my belief in being able to create four clients, I blamed my copy a lot in there. If my messaging could just speak to my clients, if I could just speak to what they want, if my messaging would be heard, if I could improve upon my copy, it was like, it's all over my morning calibrations. And then like, I obviously didn't work through that. I like put it, I, you know, I dug it out. Yeah. But then I was just like, oh, let's just lay it right here. Yeah. <laughs> so you it's, know what's funny? I see that like in my mind, I imagine you were like looking at, uh, and then you were like, so obviously it's the algorithms. <laughs> like you were like, none of this, it's the algorithms. Like, I don't like anything that's coming up. We're just going to blame the algorithms because it is sometimes in the moment we need to do that stuff because we're not ready to deal with it. Like sometimes in the moment we're like, yeah, no, it's definitely the algorithms, right? We're like, I'm just going to tuck that over here. And it's just going to be the algorithms till I'm sick of blaming the algorithms. And now you're sick of blaming the algorithms. And this will be for Sasha too. She's like, if my copy would just resonate, if I could just speak their language better, like just all the things, right? She's like, if I could speak their language, if I could talk to them, if it was resonating, if I had the right formula of the algorithms and she also has proof that her copy does work because I gave her a goal when she, when her time was up in the mastermind of why don't you go do this thing, get 10 clients, give them this discount, do the planner, coach them for this. She filled all of those spots. So her copy did resonate and her copy did land. Right? So like, which one is it? Is your copy not resonating or is it? Because here's the thing. She has evidence of both. She also has evidence that she's put out offers on a piece of copy and no one took her up on it. She has evidence that it resonates and she has evidence that it did not. Like she could interpret it either way. Her brain and all of our brains are like, obviously it's the latter. Like it, it wants to like discount anywhere that it is working and be like, no, no, no. <laughs> because this is proof that it's not. Our brain just does that. She has evidence like of, from the last just couple months. She filled all 10 of those spots. Like she's still coaching some of those clients right now. That's why she was like, had to be late today. She was coaching a client. So she has evidence that the copy's landing, but then notice that the first time or however many times she put out copy and didn't get the result that she thought she was going to get. Her brain was like, it's not working. And then I'm like, but you signed 10 clients just like two months ago. And she's like, hush, it's not working. Right. Our brain's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you're not hearing me. It's not working. And it's so funny. Cause it's like, you have evidence of both. Why are we choosing to believe it's not working? You actually have more evidence right now that it is, but you're choosing to believe this one, that it's not, you have more evidence technically that it is working. You're choosing to believe that it's not. So people can connect, but it's here it is removing your worthiness from your business because your business has nothing to do with your worthiness. No client, no amount of money, 
nothing anyone says to you, high engagement, low engagement, six figures, zero dollars, a yes on a consult, a no on a consult. None of that is tied to your work. This is one of those like, you can't say, oh, I made six figures, so I must be really worthy. No, because then if you do that, when you make no money, you're going to be like, well, I guess I'm not worthy. So don't take any of this in your business. It has nothing to do with your worth at all. None of it. You're just worthy because Jesus said you were worthy. This applies in your life. You're just worthy because he said it doesn't matter. You're just worthy. So that's can a I lot speak, to dive into. Can I yeah. speak to that rejection? Yeah um, really quick, because when you had said that, like, I never would have sat here and tied it to rejection myself. Like it probably would have taken me some time. I shouldn't say never. What's well, a big thing. Like yeah. when you said that about rejection, I was like, yeah, blaming the algorithm makes it not about me. Yeah, totally. It's not about what I said or being vulnerable or what I shared or anything like that. It's just like, nobody's seen it. Yeah. And so I think that's a, an area where I feel protected yeah in a sense from rejection rather than saying like the, rather than knowing a hundred people saw this and nobody commented or liked it nobody took the time to read it like that would be about me but if it's about the algorithm then it's not about me yeah i think we can all resonate whether we're blaming the algorithms or our niche or our audience or not being good at copywriting or whatever it is we can avoid whatever it is. Here's, here's a free tidbit. Everything we, and my clients have heard me say this, those that are on here, everything we do in life, everything we do, we're either moving towards something we want to feel, or we're moving away from something we don't want to feel. We're always trying to, to feel something, or we're trying to avoid feeling something. And a big part of your work is always being conscious of which one you're doing. Before you hop off here, I wanted to let you know, if you head over to my website, you can actually use the code RISEN, R-I-S-E-N, at checkout, and you can get my business blueprint ebook for free. It's a guide to building an authentic business. If you head over to WhitneyBarbary.com, you can actually use code RISEN, R-I-S-E-N, at checkout and get my business blueprint ebook for free. All right. See you on the next episode.